0: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. And good morning to those who are watching online as well. If you're one of those watching online, write something in the comments so that we know who is with us. I want to let you know we had our trunk or treat last weekend and it was absolutely amazing. The uh, Children's uh, Council and Catherine Barnes just put on an awesome fall fest. Uh, I only had one complaint. There was a snake in the petting zoo. It was terrifying. It was terrifying. But everything else was great. Uh, this Wednesday night. Uh, We're not going to be meeting here for youth and kids. Uh, The kids have a half a day for Veterans Day, so uh, we're going to take the night off. But if you go to the Veterans Day parade and you're in youth or the children's program, stop by in front of the clothes closet because I'm going to have donuts and watch the parade with the Veterans Parade with us. Um, The missions team, I have a lot to talk about with our missions team. Uh, Nan is here today. Nan, would you just raise your hand so everybody can see who you are? Nan uh, on the missions team had Jack's breakfast delivered to the hospitals um, to say thank you from the church, that we appreciate our our hospital workers. Um, So that was great from the mission team. They also went over to Striplin, and they uh, at the school they do an A.B. honor roll packet. And it's got a bumper sticker that says A.B. honor roll student um, and some goodies from the church just to say that we love and care about them. And the cool thing is... My next door neighbor had a bumper sticker yesterday, I noticed, and it said, uh, AB honor roll at Striplin. So awesome job, mission team. The missions team at the Chestnut entrance has our Thanksgiving bags. What you do with those, you fill them up, bring them back to the church by the 19th, and those go to the Salvation Army. And last thing about the missions team, <laughs> the community Thanksgiving that we've done, we've been a part of for so many years at Convention Hall, It is at the venue again this year, Uh, but our missions team, once again, is in charge of the cakes. So if you would like to give to that, you can. It would be greatly appreciated. The youth and children will be working at the community Thanksgiving, the day before Thanksgiving, uh, at 11 o'clock. And if you're not a youth or kid and say, I want to volunteer at that, come on at 11 o'clock that Wednesday. We would love to have you work with us as well. And our last announcement, this is a big one. Carmen McKibben is back there, actually, and Jacob. They're back working at the soundboard, and they've been in the youth room for years. And sometimes when we do something really crazy, we get in a little bit of trouble around here. Did you know that? And uh, so how Catherine is getting away with this, she's having the children, and everybody's invited. They're having a chemistry show. But I think, if Carmen, if we did some of this stuff, we'd get in trouble. The chemistry show is going to be here November 14th at 6 p.m.
1: Pastor Andy, I learned a long time ago, you, you don't mess with the people in the sound booth because they'll just cut you right off. <laughs> oh, what a special Sunday today is. And I want to invite all of you to get your hymnal. Um, we haven't used these very much since in the age of COVID, but there are these blue things in the back of the of the pew rack there. Get your hymnal. Turn to page 39 because we're going to have a very special, special occasion Baptism of Miss Amelia. So, if if her family will come up here, and if you'll turn to page thirty-nine, I'll get Pastor Andy to come and help me in just a minute. She's coming with her big sister Hadley. He's going to teach her all kinds of stuff. I just know. All right, brothers and sisters in Christ. through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. We are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given new birth through water and the Spirit. All this is God's gift offered without price. Today, I present Amelia James Hedgebeth for baptism. And I'll ask her mom and dad, on behalf of the whole church, I ask you, Jay and Claire, Do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? And do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior and put your whole trust in His grace and promise to serve Him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races. And will you nurture Amelia in Christ's holy church that by your teaching and example, she may be guided to accept God's grace for herself and to profess her faith openly and to lead a Christian life. Okay, congregation, this is your part. You're gonna be her church family. Do you as Christ's body, the church, reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ? And if you do, say, we do. Will you nurture one another in the Christian faith and include Amelia here, uh, who is before us now in your care? Let's say together, with God's help, we will proclaim the good news and live according to the example of Christ we will surround amelia with a community of love and forgiveness that she may grow in her service to others we will pray for her that she may be a true disciple who walks in the way that leads to life okay i'm gonna ask pastor andy if he will do the thanksgiving over the water
0: you can join us on page 41. the lord be with you let us pray Eternal Father, when nothing existed but chaos, you swept across the dark waters and brought forth light. In the days of Noah, you saved those on the ark through water. After the flood, you sent in the clouds a rainbow. When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, you led them through freedom uh, through the sea. Their children you brought through the Jordan to the land which you promised. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Tell of glad's mercy each day. In the fullness of time you sent Jesus, nurtured in the water of a womb. He he was baptized by John and anointed by your spirit. He called his disciples to share in his baptism, of his death and resurrection, and to make disciples of all nations. Declare his works to the nations, his glory among the people. Pour out your Holy Spirit to bless this gift of water and those who receive it to wash away their sin and clothe them in righteousness throughout their lives, that dying and being raised up with Christ, that they may share in his final victory. All praise to you, eternal Father, through your Son, Jesus Christ, who with you, the Holy Spirit, lives and reigns forever. Amen.
1: Okay. Can you come here and see me? Hey, sweetheart. Can y'all see how beautiful this baby is? Yes. Well, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to come over here. Pastor Andy, can you hand me that candle lighter up there? Thank you. This candle is just for you, Amelia. It's our baptism candle. And this candle you're going to take with you is your birthday candle for the day that you were baptized. And then this, this, on this day, next year, your mommy and daddy can light that candle again and sing happy birthday to you. Won't that be cool? Amelia James Hedgebeth? I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Now, I'm going to, as long as she cooperates with me, I'm going to walk her around a little bit. I talked with Claire about this. I said if she per- cooperates, we're going to say hi to our church family. So, church family, can you say hi to our newest member of the family, Amelia? <laughs> say hi. Yeah. Say hi. Look at these people. Look. Look, don't pay any attention to the hound's tooth. You want to wear orange and blue. Yeah. She's being so good. Look. Hi. Right. Say hi to the people in the sound booth. Say hi to Grover. Yeah, maybe you can take a class with him someday. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Amelia, for cooperating. (laughs) I was wondering, look, there's your choir. Amelia, there's your choir, your organist. There's Miss Rhonda back there. She hides, but she's back there. Yeah, what a great, great sport you were for this. Uh, Yeah, that was great. Okay. And now I believe we're gonna have our call to worship
0: Please remain standing and join us in the affirmation of faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified
1: Please be seated. All Saints Sunday is one of my favorite Sundays of the year. I absolutely love that hymn that we just sang. Every time we get to verse 6, I get goosebumps. Um, Our children are going to the children's church right now, and thank you Sawyer and Benjamin for reminding me of that. So you can go with Miss Catherine over here. Okay, maybe. Maybe not. Okay. We're about to have a very special part of our service right now and uh, when we light candles to remember uh, those saints who have finished their race. We are still running our race. They finished their race. Uh, Miss Barbara is gonna go and she's gonna first light the, the large candle. The large pillar candle represents all of the saints, uh, the ones that we name in our hearts right now who finished their course and who joined that great communion around the throne of God. So the large candle is for all of them. And then what I want to ask you to do is we have um, our church members who have died since last All Saints Sunday. We're going to call their name and Benny's going to chime the bell. And uh, I want you to respond. This is something I want you to help me give thanks. Uh, I'll say for the life of, and then I'll lay, uh, call the person's name, and then um, I'll, I'll ask you to respond. We give you thanks, O Lord. If you are a family member of one of uh, the saints that we are remembering today, and you would like to come and light the candle for your loved one, then that would be very special, and and I would invite you to do that as I call their name. And if uh, if you're, if you're not, if you're worshiping from home, we will light the candle for you. If you're worshiping from home, and I, I invite you to get a candle and light it to remember your loved ones. And I also, while I'm thinking about it, invite you to, um, at the end of this service, we're going to receive Holy Communion. So uh, go to the kitchen and, and get whatever you have on hand so that you can share in the communion of saints with us. Uh, we are all connected. We we just had a, babe, a baptism of little Amelia Hedgepeth. She is fifth generation of uh, family in this church. And what better way to uh, to celebrate the fact that we're connected with with all of the saints? Because I believe they're watching over us today. And now, for the life of Mary. Rowan Freeman, we give you thanks, O God. For the life of Sonya Cantrell, we give you thanks, O God. For the life of Bill Hale, we give you thanks, O God. For the life of Anne Byram, we give you thanks, O oh God, for the life of Rita Brooks. We give you thanks, O oh God, for the life of Joan Hightower. We give you thanks, O oh God, for the life of Lita Taylor. We give you thanks, O oh God, for the life of Betty Jo Miller. We give you thanks, O God, for the life of Marge Ross. We give you thanks, O God, for the life of Pandora McLeod. We give you thanks, O God, for the life of Dot Thompson. We give you thanks, O God, for the life of Ina Davis. We give you thanks, O God, for the life of Jack Floyd. We give you thanks, O oh God, for the life of Barbara Morrison. We give you thanks, O oh God, for the life of Betty Abel. We give you thanks, O oh God, for the life of Charles Hughley. We give you thanks, O oh God, for the life of Ed Thompson. We give you thanks, O oh God, and for the life of Bill Campbell. We give you thanks, O oh God. I want to just also let you know: uh, after I say the benediction today, at the end of the service, the choir is going to sing a choral benediction. And as they do, if if you have um, a loved one that you want to remember by lighting a candle for them. I want to ask you to come up. I'll remind you again at the time I do the benediction. I want to invite you to come up and light a candle for your loved one uh, at the end of the service, if you'll do that. Now let us pray. Oh God, for the lives of those who went before us, for those who made us who we are today, for those who lived an example before us, who taught us the faith, for those who loved us and whom we loved, we give you thanks. And we remember today that they are a part of the great cloud of witnesses, which surrounds us and encourages us to keep on keeping on. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And now I want to thank you for supporting your church. All of the things Pastor Andy uh, mentioned before that the mission teams is doing, plus a whole lot of other things that he didn't say, Um, plus... Our children's ministry, our youth ministry, uh, all of the things that we do, we need your support. The offering plates are in the front and the back. You can give online, and uh, you can text to give. All different ways that you can give, and we appreciate that. If you have a prayer request you'd like to give to us, uh, there are announcement sheets that are on um, that are on each of these podiums here, and you can you can write it down. You can you can send it to us however you want to. And we will make sure that our prayer team prays for your need. Will you join me now as we pray for our offering? Lord, it is by your hand that we are fed, it is by your hand that we receive every good and perfect gift. Our hearts overflow with gratitude, so we offer today not only our needs, but our thanks. We offer these tithes and offerings to be used to upbuild your kingdom. Don't you appreciate our, our church musicians? Um, I want to just, if you really appreciate them, would you just tell them every now and then thank you, uh, thank you Benny, thank you Rhonda, thank you JT, thank our wonderful um, musicians that, that help lift us into God's presence. Just tell them every now and then, give them, give them a, a hug or a fist bump or something like that, whatever is most uh, health appropriate for you to do to let them know you appreciate them. I'm so glad that you're here today, and I'm glad that you're worshiping with us by home. Uh, we have another very special uh, musical presentation that we're going to to receive right now. We're starting a new uh, series in November called Showember, and it, this week and the next two weeks we're going to be um, we're going to be hearing some Broadway musical uh, numbers that are relevant to the gospel and, and lead us into the teaching of, of the gospel. Today, we're going to be hearing from a musical in 1971 that was done by Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice called Jesus Christ Superstar, and it followed the final weeks, week of Jesus' life from the viewpoint of the disciples set to music of the 1970s and rock music, and needless to say, it caused some ripples when it first came out. In the song that we're hearing today, um, Mary Magdalene, played by our own Molly Page, and Simon Peter, played by our own David Jones, get back together again following Jesus' betrayal and arrest in the Garden of Gethsemane. Even in their deep devotion to the message, they wrestle with the reality of what is coming to pass. Surely, in Jesus' power, he has the ability to take them back to start again to a time before things became so complicated.
2: We start again.
1: Scripture today comes from John chapter 20, verses 1 through 13. I invite you to follow along on the screen or grab a Pew Bible or just listen. these words early on the first day of the week while it was still dark Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb so she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple the one whom Jesus loved and said to them they've taken the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they've laid him not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in. He saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb And then she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, they've taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, with everything else going on today, I I almost forgot to tell you, I need to show you a picture of my new tattoo. Can you put that up there for me, Sheila? So do y'all like it? I'm just joking. It's not my new tattoo. It's Pastor Andy's new tattoo. No, No, actually, I got this. I'm joking about that too. I got this from a website that shows bad tattoos, and by the way, this isn't the worst tattoo it shows on there. And and just a little piece of advice from old Pastor Sam to you, if you're thinking about getting a tattoo, make sure your tattoo artist can spell the word correctly before you have it permanently inked on your body so that you have no regurts afterwards. You know, I just have to wonder about the person who got this tattoo, not just about the how they ever got through middle school English, but I wonder how they could honestly say that they didn't have any regrets. And I wonder about that because I can't say that. I cannot say that I don't have regrets. As a matter of fact, I sometimes feel more like the old the old Prayer of General Confession in the Old Hymnal, uh, the one that, that has language that's a little bit old-fashioned but is so powerful. I, I want This is going to sound familiar to some of you. If you've been around a while and you've been a Methodist as long as I have, it's going to sound familiar to you. Here's what this prayer says, and it really speaks to that spot in me that has regrets. This, it says, we acknowledge and bewail Our manifold sins and wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed by thought, word, and deed. Does this sound familiar to you? Against thy divine majesty, we do earnestly repent and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father." See that's the way I feel a lot of times. Can you say, you don't have to answer this out loud or anything, but can you say you have no regrets? Most of us can't. Mary Magdalene couldn't say that she had no regrets. Mary Magdalene is a very interesting, complicated character in the Bible. She had what we say in the South, a checkered past. We don't know exactly what all Mary Magdalene did, but we do know in Luke chapter 8 and in Mark chapter 16, it says that Jesus drove seven demons out of her. Now, if, if he drove seven demons out of her, we just have to assume she was a mess, right? She was probably just a wreck of a person. She had probably wrecked the lives of other people that she loved, And if seven is the number in the Bible that symbolizes completion or perfection, you may think that you're a perfect wreck, but she was a perfect wreck until she met Jesus. And I think that her regret would be she'd like to go back and just tell Jesus, thank you, one more time. Because Mary Magdalene Loved Jesus so much. She loved Jesus so much because Jesus had done so much for her and she loved him so much that she was totally devoted to him from the time she met him on, from the time that he rid her of all of those demons on. She became part of a group of women that traveled with Jesus and helped support Jesus and his apostles with their resources. Mary just thought she'd have more time with him. I can identify with that because there's people in my life that uh, were special to me that, that I feel like left way too soon. And I, I remember feeling like I thought I was going to have more time. I thought I was going to be able to say some of the things I wanted to say. Mary thought she was going to be able to have more time to sit at Jesus' feet, to learn from him, have more time to just say, I love you or thank you. She never expected to be one of the ones that followed Jesus along the Via Del Rosa as Jesus carried his own cross, as he fell beneath the weight of that cross. She never expected to be one of the ones standing beside Jesus' mom, both of them crying their eyes out while Jesus was being crucified and dying she never expected to be one of the handful that went when they took Jesus' body down and took it to the tomb just to see where they laid his body in the tomb so they could come back later she didn't expect to be one of the ones doing that she thought she had more time she wanted to go back so from Friday night from the time that they did all of that Friday night until that early Sunday morning which we just read from John chapter 20, from Friday night to early Sunday morning, Mary Magdalene was in a fog, I tell you, a fog of regrets. She must have said a thousand if-onlys. Have you ever had a bad case of the if-onlys? I have. It's no fun, is it? You look back, if-only, I only I had more time if only I could go back you know who else was living in a fog of regret Simon Peter Simon Peter Simon Peter was sort of a complicated person like Mary Magdalene he he was a mixed bag like most of us are he could be brave but he also could be cowardly he could be loyal and and faithful but he also would deny Jesus three times Peter was one of those people that would just shoot his mouth off without thinking. Some of you are about to elbow the person next to you. Some of you, like me, you can identify. I put my mouth in gear. uh, My mouth went going before my brain was in gear or something. Peter must have been thinking about that time that he, he... shot his mouth off about how all of, these, all of these other clowns might desert you, Jesus, but I'm never going to desert you. I would die for you. And then Jesus looked at Peter with those sad, loving eyes and said, Simon, Simon, before the rooster crows, you're going to deny me three times. And then after he actually did deny Jesus three times and the rooster crowed, those same sad, loving eyes locked with his the Gospel of Luke tells us Jesus looked at him and all he could do was go out and cry. It says he went out and wept bitterly. If only he could go back again. If only he could go back and be proud that he was a follower of Jesus. If only, if only, if only. Do you know what a mulligan is? Will you nod your head at it? if you know what a mulligan is. Not mulligan stew, which would be good on a cold day. That's just a little bit of this and a little bit of that, whatever you have left. But a mulligan like in golf, okay? If you're a golfer and you say you don't know what a mulligan is, you're pulling my leg or something, you know, yeah. A mulligan in golf is a do-over. It is a second try after you messed up your first try. I looked up, because I'm just a curious person, I looked up to see where the term Mulligan started. And there are three or four different stories about how it started. My favorite one is the story of a Canadian amateur golfer and hotel owner named David Bernard Mulligan, who just loved to play golf, and was out with his golf party one day. This is in the 1920s. And he was out with his golf party, and he hit his first shot off the first tee, and it went out into the woods, And he just got another ball and teed it up and hit the shot again and looked at the rest of his party and just grinned and then went on about his game. And everybody got such a kick out of it that the practice of taking another shot became known as taking a mulligan. So there you know, some useless trivia but what if, what if we could take a mulligan, you know? What if we could start over again? What if we had a mulligan, what if we could start all over again? Is that even possible? Is it even possible to start all over again? You know, the good news the gospel is that, that Jesus specializes in starting all over again. And giving second chances. I think about Mary Magdalene, and I picture her in the mind in my mind there at the tomb, crying her eyes out. She's crying her eyes out not just because of the regret that she feels, she's crying her eyes out because she thinks that grave robbers have come and stolen Jesus' body. What is she gonna do? And she looks in and she sees the two angels. And they say, woman, why are you crying? She's like, why am I crying? They've taken away my Lord's body and I don't know where they put it. Why am I crying? Her eyes were so filled with tears that she didn't even recognize Jesus when Jesus came up. She thought he was the gardener until he said her name. He said, Mary. And then she knew. She knew she had her second chance. And she grabbed Jesus and she hugged him and she said, thank you, thank you, thank you. Can we start all over again? Can you see Simon Peter in your mind's eye? Can you see him after the resurrection? We, we read a story about this in John chapter 21 where he and his friends... They had grown up being fishermen. They didn't know what else to do. Peter said, I'm gonna go fishing. They said, okay, we'll go too. So about seven of them got in a boat and went fishing. Fished all night long, didn't catch a thing. And then in the morning, they they saw from in a distance a guy on the shore cooking some fish over charcoal. And he said, hey, why don't you throw your net on the other side of the boat? And they tried that. And they pulled in so many fish, it just about swamped the boat. And now all of a sudden, Peter realizes Jesus. And they start going ashore, but Peter couldn't wait. He was, to me, I always pictured this like he's, he's like Forrest Gump, who sees Lieutenant Dan on the dock. And he just jumps off the shrimp boat and, and just swims to him and just lets the shrimp boat go and wreck. Peter just can't help himself. He gets there. And he gets his second chance. Jesus said, Peter, do you love me? And he said, I love you. I love you. I love you. I didn't think I was going to get to say that again. But I love you. I really, really do. Wouldn't it be nice to have a mulligan to start all over again? Wouldn't it be nice? Well, you know what? We can do it. We believe, we just confess that we believe in the communion of saints. We just confess that we believe in the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body. We believe in life everlasting. And because of that, on this All Saints Sunday, we believe that we're going to have a chance. We're going to have a chance to say to all of our loved ones the things that we wish we'd had more time to say to them. The first time. We'll get another chance, y'all, to say thank you. To say I love you. That is the wonderful thing about celebrating All Saints Sunday. We had a funeral service just this last week. This last week for uh, Miss Tomlin Isbell. Some of y'all might uh, have got to come to that. Service, it was a beautiful service. It was a unique service in many ways. Um, And there are many things I'll remember about that service. One of the things I just can't get out of my mind is Miss Tomlin's little great-grandson, he's probably eight or nine years old, a little ginger-headed guy named Weston. And here's what he said about his Mimi. He said, just because Mimi's not with us doesn't mean she's gone I'm going to say that again because out of the mouth of babes comes the truth. Just because Mimi's not with us doesn't mean she's gone. We can start again, brothers and sisters. And did you know that every time we receive the sacrament of Holy Communion, I have my little cup here, every time we pray the prayer of confession before the sacrament of Holy Communion, We carry into that prayer the heaviness of our regret. But then the leader says to the people, hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. And the leader says, in the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Or in other words, in the name of Jesus Christ, you can start again. You get a mulligan, only better And then the people say back to the leader, In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. You can start again. Pastor Sam, Pastor Andy, you get a mulligan too, only better. And then all the people of God say, Glory to God. Amen. Amen. I want to invite you to. If you want to follow along with the hymnal, you can turn to page 12 in your hymnal. If you want to follow along on the screen, you can do that. The screen is there for you, and it's also there for people who are worshiping with us online. If you did not receive um, one of these cups, if you'll raise your hand, we'll get an usher or someone to come and bring you one. As we get started, I just want to remind you of a couple of things. One is um, these cups are are wonderful, and they have they've really been um, really really been good in the age of COVID until we kind of get more back to um, our usual way of doing this. The top layer is is really thin and sometimes hard to grab especially if you don't have fingernails so i'm going to say to you what your kindergarten teacher said help your neighbor if you if you have a neighbor with fingernails that will help you then help your neighbor and then you peel the second layer back for the for the juice um i will also tell you that it's our custom to receive a communion offering And if you are able to, if God leads you to, and you can leave an offering on the altar rail, that's how we'll distinguish it from your normal tithing offering. Just leave it on the altar rail after this service is over. Everything that we receive in our communion offering goes to help in local missions because we receive calls on a daily basis, of people needing help with this and that. Another thing, one last thing, is... We have open communion in the United Methodist Church. One of my favorite things about being a Methodist is all are invited to the Lord's table. All are welcome. And so if you're not a member of this church or any church, if you're worshiping from home and you don't even really know all of this stuff means and everything, if you have a heart that's hungry for God, then you are welcome at the Lord's table. Now, Pastor Andy is going to lead us in the invitation.
0: You can join us on page 12 in your hymnal or on the screens. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. We have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven.
1: Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Now we'll continue with the great thanksgiving on the middle of page 13. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. body of Christ broken for you. The blood of Christ. I wanna ask you to, to stand as we sing our closing hymn. It is number 369, Blessed Assurance. As we sing this closing hymn, I wanna extend an invitation to anybody who wants to come and light a candle for a loved one. While we're singing this hymn, feel free to come up and, and light your candle. Um, number 369, Blessed Assurance. If, you, uh, if you're still lighting candles, you just keep on lighting. If you want to take some time after this service and spend some time at the altar in prayer, we invite you to do that too. But now hear the benediction. O oh Lord, we give you thanks for the holy mystery in which you have given yourself for us. Grant that we might go from this place strengthened by your Holy Spirit to give ourselves for others. Amen. Be-